It actually records the first five seconds as well, Just by the way. Do it. Oh. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> so that is live now. <laughs> hey, man. Right. Hey, what's up, dude? How's it going? Ah, going going good. Uh, my, uh, my my apartment's still still nice here for the past like month. You're not sick of the same four walls yet, or was it sarcasm? Oh, I'm so sick of it. Yeah, I'm so freaking sick of it. Yeah, uh, I think we all are though. Like I've just I've uh, talked to so many people. Everyone is just sick of it. But we're all uh, we're all in this together, man. Each individually. <laughs> yeah. 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 True. I get it. How you doing? Uh, today I'm super tired. Um, I was able to, or so I'm super tired and my whole body hurts oh, because no. yesterday I got a nice home working project where I, um, rebuilt my sim racing rig. And I years yeah. ago, years ago, built one like a racing simulator for myself out of uh, yeah wooden like four by fours essentially, mm-hmm. and that was pretty fun to build. But the construction was just poor, and I learned so many things about how to design like sturdy uh, simulators and that that like lessons that I sadly was never able to actually apply because I just left it in a state that it was after I pulled it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And now like four years, maybe five, yeah, four years later, I finally pulled a plug on, pulled the trigger on getting like a new, new sim racing rig that arrived on Friday, like yesterday, um, which was great because I had uh, or have a long weekend over Easter now. So yeah. yesterday it arrived, I think at like 2.30, two-ish maybe and then probably at three i actually started working on it like i had everything like unpacked and got into it i finally stopped at like 10 30 oh yeah i i would i would have done the same exact thing yeah it was so much fun but i spent a whole day in like the weirdest positions working on this Mm. like either crouched over or sitting on the floor like twisting under things to mount screws in and it's i'm so happy with it it's so nice it's you finished it yeah i finished it and i like today was just like doing all the cabling and um yeah spent maybe a half an hour uh testing it out uh for the first time and it's rock solid like there's no flex nothing moves it's so nice like finally i can really feel like or put pressure on the brake pedal Mm-hmm. um such a good feeling um so much fun to use but yeah my whole body is just destroyed um which in another way is actually feels kind of nice because i think it has been the most intense workout in air quotes <laughs> that i've gotten in four weeks of quarantine so yeah yeah actually really happy with that so yeah that has been a lot of fun um so yeah i'm feeling good yeah the gym thing's definitely getting to me now for sure not being able to to exercise yeah i find it so hard to figure out what to do about this like is this the time to buy a home fitness equipment or will everything go back to normal in four weeks and it's not worth it to spend like hundreds of dollars or euros on it now yeah 
I can't really make up my mind about that. No, I am set. I'm set that uh, whenever I get a house or something or more space, I'm building out my own gym. And this is such a hassle uh, to be so dependent on. That's true. But then in the Netherlands, the houses are like really small and it's really hard to have room for like your home gym. It's yeah, not like in the US where you immediately have like an estate. Here you get like a really small, tiny house. For example, you you have um, you have your office there, right? Yeah. So I, you, you, I'm, just, I'm saying like you have your office and it's like you have an office room which could also be spaced out a little bit because you don't need a lot of equipment. Like I was thinking about it. I don't actually need a lot of equipment. There's those like multiple in one machines for weights that you can buy that are not that. They're, they're, they don't take up much space and you can just put them on a corner and you have pretty much, you have to be creative with your workouts for sure, but you can manage so many different types of uh, exercises and muscles from just like that one machine. Yeah, uh, that's true. I actually have any space here though whatsoever. So It's true that I don't take up much space, but thinking about putting like gym equipment in like my office, in quotation marks again uh also feels weird because then it kind of makes the room feel very functional and since yeah. it's also like the guest room it feels like no yeah for sure for sure it, you it you and choice kind of the room. how do you call it, like the yeah. ping feng shui feng shui of the, yeah, yeah of the room. Exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah it's so, so um yeah it's this is where like a basement would have been perfect oh my gosh dude i that's why i love the idea of if I could, I would move to uh, somewhere in like Long Island, New York. Cause like all the houses up North have basements, not here though, mm. in Florida, but basements are just amazing for that kind of stuff for sure. Yeah. Would right. be nice, but yeah, what can we do? What have you been, oh, you've been building. what have you been busy with the last week? Um, Just like, just relaxing most um, most days, to be honest, just trying to regain my sanity. I, for a while there, I, I really felt like I was in like the brink of burking, uh, burning out. Mm. So I've, uh, now that I'm pretty much working on my own, you know, setting my own hours and, and everything, like just the dream, absolute, like this is absolutely the dream. I'm so happy. So, um, I wanted to not be as intense, so it's been two weeks now since I'm uh, freelancing. Doing, mm. uh, doing some, and there's obviously I got a ton of work, but there there's no strict deadlines, so I can I'm managing my time very well. But I just wanted to take it easy, so I'm not putting in. I think I've been working like six hours a day, mm. um, and spaced out a little bit, like two hours here, two hours there, two hours there. And it's been so freaking nice working like just whenever I want. And um, also has given me some insights about kind of like what I what I enjoy working with. If I was to work for uh, for a company again, mm-hmm. um, I do understand the absolute huge benefits of working for a product company uh, because there's like I don't think you would learn. I think that's where you learn the most because you 
come across the actual like unique and very like complex problems. Mm. But I think I just I just love like agencies now. I think I honestly because mm. I've been I've been working uh, on stuff uh, and it's just like things that I have built from scratch. Yeah, and I find so much more enjoyment in it because I feel like it's mine. You know. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that that much when I was working at the product company, but now like I I find joining. I've I even did like extra work because I uh um I wasn't like there was not really that's that's the one problem there was not like really the budget or the importance to upgrade the version of mm. uh, React Native for this one app. Yeah, but I was like, oh my gosh, like the the um the refreshing tools right now on the latest version and the debugging tools are just way too amazing i was mm. like i need them yeah so i was like i'm just gonna spend the uh time and it was like four hours i think and, and i just like it went it flew by like yeah it, i haven't experienced that in a while where it just flew by and i was just enjoying myself doing things and All it's right. been like that for the last two weeks so i'm like i just enjoy this so much so i think it's either from here on out i think it's just freelancing or just like agency or a product of my own just get the company rolling already with a product that i build myself you know yeah because that's where I'm, I'm just enjoying life right now and nice. uh in in the midst of all this craziness so i'm really really happy yeah that sounds pretty dope so i've just been uh just been just been doing that and and i've uh, obviously uh the um people helping people mm. thing that we talked about last time. Yeah. That's something that I've definitely moved forward with as well. Cause it's something that I can't get out of my head. Yeah. Um, for some reason I've dwelled in it for a, uh, for a long time, just let it marinate. Cause I've had that experience multiple times and I'm not sure if many people have, but uh, I've gotten this like ever since I was a kid, more or less where I think of an idea. And then, um, if I try to jump into it, like eventually I start seeing flaws in this where I'm like, okay, no, like I, it's not, Mm. I don't, I don't think it'll work or this is actually stupid. I ended up like thinking that, um, because I, I don't know, like I dwell on it more and everything. So yeah. I, uh, I've usually gotten that even with ideas as well, but this one, for some reason I can't, I can't, um, get it out of my head. I, I couldn't. So I'm moving forward with it and, uh, I'm going to start doing it. And as well, I've worked with, uh, I've been working, um, doing some, cool stuff with uh, the Taskful API with uh, Rewrite with Elixir. Mm. And uh, that's nice. I, ca I came across a, a challenge today, though, that I was like, what the heck that I uh, need to figure out. But it's it's been, i just been enjoying what I, it just daily, just been enjoying it, man. That's nice. Yeah. That seems but, like uh, a pretty good change. No, yeah, for sure. Much needed as well. Much needed. My sanity is coming back and and like my enjoyment is coming back. Mm. My passion is coming back. Motivation is coming back. It's like amazing. Nice. Yeah. That does sound pretty good. What about you? Um, yeah, not much has happened in the last week. I would say, uh, I've been working a little bit on the, um, my, yeah, small sim racing rust project. And it's or it has been surprisingly easy to get my code to work with like the Windows APIs that it needs to work with. 
mm-hmm. and I'm really impressed by Rust and just how, like, the features that the language has. It's yeah. so cool to see what is possible and how easy certain things are that I thought would be really difficult. Mm-hmm. So that is pretty pretty impressive. I've hit a little bit of like a or there is some friction there which I was expecting in a way but I have not found a good solution for it yet is since I'm working I really like to work on my MacBook. Yeah. Which has the issue that it doesn't run Windows which I need in this case to implement this integration. Um so I and so the other issue is that I'm really liking the IntelliJ tools. So I'm working mostly right now with IntelliJ or um, C-Line, the C uh, and C++ IDE. Mm-hmm. And they're really great. But what I <laughs> set up for this now is I used VS Code with the remote SSH environment to connect to my uh, sim racing PC that I use for gaming. Okay. And then installed a development environment on that machine so that I can sit at my, <laughs> can work with my MacBook using VS Code and then SSH into the Windows to run everything. Right, right. Nice. And that works almost okay ish. So VS Code is definitely not the tool that I like the most. So it's a yeah. little bit difficult to get used to different keyboard shortcuts and mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. don't want to invest like too much time and trying to set, set up all the plugins and all the things that i'm used to from uh, intellij but it also is really nice because i don't actually have to go to windows to do the development and yeah. figure stuff out there and just with the setup that i have it's also like my windows is not in a location where it would be really easy to set up like an ergonomical uh workstation with like good mm-hmm. keyboard good mouse it's like all pretty much uh yeah let's say like customized for the racing mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool that it's possible to actually use ssh to connect to do this uh yeah development environment remotely that makes it a lot easier but now I get to the point where I need to test all of these things. And in a way, like for now, it's fine to just kind of <laughs> run the simulator in the background while I code. But in the long yeah. term, I want to find a solution that kind of tries to abstract this a little way. Right. And maybe I'll just build myself like a fake developer mode where the Windows stuff is uh, mocked out when I work on Mac, for example, and I can still... Uh, generate some data and it just comes from a different source but yeah I'll have to play with this a little bit it's a fun challenge to actually have like operating system specific code path because this is something that especially from web development I've never had to deal with like oh yeah oh yeah for sure sorry for with sure. the exception of debugging really really weird error messages in Node when it tries to use like NodeJib to compile stuff or like they're like these weird edge cases, but with the exception of those, I've not had to deal with this in a long time. No, for sure. I've never had to, I think. But that's uh, it's nice, man. Nice. At least at least you're uh, running into some great, great problems, though. 
Yeah, it's definitely fun Very too. So I, yeah. there is some progress. I didn't, or I wish I had kind of a little bit more time and had space to dedicate to it. That has been a little bit tough last week. Um, mm -hmm. It was just a lot of other stuff going on and it was hard to kind of focus on there's like difficult or hard problem in particular. So my hope is that maybe tomorrow or on Monday, I find a few hours to uh, make progress on this and have like a small breakthrough to ideally get to the point where I can wrap up the Windows part or at least have that box done and then figure out how to interface with that from, um, yeah, just when working on a Mac. Um, yeah. I lost my train of thought. That doesn't matter. So it's, oh yeah, it's nice to see some progress and it's definitely fun to, for me to work with Rust and learn kind of the new language and all of these new paradigms. And it's super fun. Um, I, so I'm, I'm really enjoying the Rust experience and then I'm working mm. um, professionally with Java right now a lot. Mm. And that just kills me like, the rust mm -hmm. so one of the things that i no. never that that rust made for me like super explicit in a way is that in rust you can't return null rust doesn't have the concept of null what you can return is an option which is either either some or it's none but you can't have null as a return value wait what do you uh what do you mean some or none so you can return a type that it encodes whether or not what you return is a value or isn't a value. So you can return an option. And you have to then in your code where you deal with this return value, you have to explicitly handle both cases where something is a value or where something isn't a value. Okay. So is it like, have you ever seen the Elixir like okay error kind of yeah, thing? Is it, exactly is it like that? It's exactly that's beautiful. the same. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. So the huge, what what I'm running into now in Java all the time is that while I have a function that returns a string, I always have to check whether or not it's null. Mm -hmm. And after uh, seeing yeah, kind of yeah. the other way to deal with this, it is unbelievable to me how this can fly. Like you have this, <laughs> you have this type system actually in Java. Like it's a strongly typed language. And then you still have to do null checks because who knows whether or not you actually got something back as a result. And yeah. in Java's defense, like there's also like the optional class that you can use, mm -hmm. but it's mind-blowing after having used Rust and kind of not having that issue altogether. Now coming back and having to deal with null, it's surprising. Yeah, T talking about another static type language though i've get, i gave um i gave typescript another another shot oh nice i freaking love it oh it is amazing it's actually really nice i definitely i had the um i didn't i didn't get, i guess i didn't dive deeper into it when i first tried it but i uh definitely did the more strict um, configuration mm -hmm. where it's yeah. like it doesn't even compile and it gives you the error on the browser. It's really, really nice. I definitely have to still, I have a lot to learn, of course. And because uh, there, there's some errors that are just very, very weird that I'm like, what the heck? Is, and like the error messages are, 
you know, pretty complicated sometimes. But uh, but yeah, it's it's been really really nice uh, compared to uh, to just working with JavaScript, for example. Uh, yeah, I kind uh, of really see that. How does it compare yeah. to Flow from your experience now? Um, they are actually um similar. I just, you don't have, um, at least from my knowledge, you don't have the interfaces. Um, mm. You just have the types yeah. that, uh, that you put into them. So um, I guess it's not as strict, I, uh, I would say, because I started messing with TypeScript and there's some some places where, for example, I was work. Um, oh, I'm not sure. I don't even think it has enums actually either. Which is something really nice that I find from uh, from TypeScript as yeah. well. That you can have like a field with uh, type enum, and then you can you know manage that really well uh, yeah. to be able to 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 have your values set strictly. You know. Yeah. But uh, um, so one of the things that I was that I was working with, and it, and I mean, it, it gives you a more of a better perspective of your code mm. uh, of like what you're actually using and the type that you're utilizing at the time. Because yeah. I was I was trying to what was it? It was an it was uh I was trying to mess with an enum, and I was obviously trying to see if if the enum enum um that I uh that I receive is equal to a particular enum uh value. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what yeah. I mean. You know, yeah. So I um what I did was I actually you know you know I imported the enum enum to to be able to compare it to what I'm being passed through on that component. Yeah. And it threw me an error because it wasn't the same type. Because the type that I was getting passed was a string and the other one was a type enum yeah. uh, of that particular enum, you know? Yeah. So what you, what I needed to do was like something like the enum that something, you know, as string or something like that. Or the yeah. string as that enum. Uh, and you're able to like do these little things there, and um, it, it gives you a better perspective of of decoding what you're actually receiving, you know, because they're not the same type. They're yeah. not essentially uh, yeah. in your software. Like if you're passing in a string, it's not the same as that enum that you're trying to check. Even though, like in the actual code, they're both strings, uh, but it's not of that type. So that's uh, I just I've, I've been enjoying it. So I'm just I just have to dive deeper into it to get a little more knowledge. I'm just fairly extremely new to it still yeah but i'm definitely liking it yeah i'm wishing that i will find an opportunity to play with it again uh in more depth but with the current speed of iteration on the rust front i'll be probably writing <laughs> rust for quite a while so it's not going as fast as i thought yeah no but you're but definitely working with some complicated yeah yeah, it's also true. It's not the most trivial undertaking that I that I've chosen. But mm -hmm. yeah, now that uh, Q1 has wrapped up, do you want to do a quick check in over about your like quarterly goals? <sighs> okay, well, I guess I'm not actually sure. Did you have quarterly goals or did you just set yearly goals? Shame. No, I didn't have a quarterly goal, but I think I think that that is a very nice approach that you're presenting here. I think we should all have um, 
Cause you could, you could, uh, you could set the same goal quarter after quarter. Right. I mean, uh, that is if, pretty much what I'm doing most of the time. Yeah, because I don't, but it's good to, it's good to do like, a, um, a recap of what you've done and yeah. to, uh, kind of see where, where you're at and everything. But yeah, I, um, if I have to go back to it, the, Definitely the journaling was a epic fail for me. <laughs> epic fail. Like if we had a little more time, I can count the pages. I actually think we have enough time for me to count the pages. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, it's, a, it was, it was, it didn't go that great. I, uh, I don't know. I need to, it's something I really still want to do. Um, mm, I just okay. need to get some, some, I don't know, some, I, I am becoming more organized with my stuff though. So maybe I can, uh, I can start uh, doing it in the morning. I just wanted to ask now that you are a little bit more in control of your time, whether or not this might be a good opportunity to revisit certain routines where you can add it to. So if you already mm -hmm. have like your morning routine that you just take like 15 minutes more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, no, definitely. Like now I don't have to like wake up and be micromanaged every second of my life. Yeah. So I, I have the time to wake up. And even if I wake up a little later, like I just go ahead and um, shift it back. No, it's definitely, it's, it's a good thing. We're talking about this for sure. because I actually did forget about all this. Uh, yeah. To be honest. So it's something that I am for sure going to keep doing. Uh, and I am going to be setting it back again for this uh, quarter. And I know that when we visit the uh, recap of uh, quarter two is I'm going to be like, dude, I've journaled every day almost. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know. You're uh, accountable now, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really want to do it, though. It's something yeah. that I've always wanted to do, and, and it's just something that didn't work out. Uh, I, I first approached it the wrong way, and then, the, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff that now it's going to be better. I know it is. So that's something that... Uh, That's one of the recaps I have as well. The um, Elixir stuff, I for almost like the same kind of reasons and uh, stressfulness and mm. just, yeah, oh, kind of like just bad experience that I have that I had. Uh, I wasn't able to dive into anything really, but now yeah. I'm, I'm uh, I have more time. So it also I, feels with taskful. You're getting like a natural. Um, exactly. opportunity yeah. to, to be more serious about that for sure although i still feel really like i still feel like a huge noob though now, today I, i was trying to to uh like figure out how you do like environment variables to be honest like yeah. the simplest thing and like anywhere else right and i just could not figure out for the life of me i saw like different approaches like things from 2016 that i think i guess i didn't apply anymore and some are only runtime like I, i just i don't know but but we're getting there we're getting there it was really fun though to mess with it today but that's something else that i need to uh that i'm gonna definitely keep going and i know it will be uh i know i'm gonna have a way better quarter two than a quarter one for sure yeah what uh But yeah, so I guess like setting those two again, uh, hoping that by quarter two, I, uh, I'm at the end of it, 
I am uh, very comfortable with Elixir. That would be amazing. I would mm. love that. And then, you know, journaling every day. Those are probably my main two things that I want to do and hopefully have something up and running, like whether it's the people helping people yeah. uh, app that, I, uh, that I've been doing that I'm going to actually start. Uh, I think I'm going to start working on it. To, well, I already did start doing the um, database model and mm-hmm. we've been checking it because I'm going to work on it with, uh, uh, with Pablo, actually. Oh, nice. Shout out to Pablo for like the uh, third episode in a row. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, but uh, so we're gonna start working on it tomorrow because uh, nice. he's just interested in jumping in some Elixir project, and he he liked the idea as well. Yeah. So we're uh, doing that. So hopefully those three things. Nice. I'm gonna commit to those three things. Very no nice. No more though. No more. No, I think that's <laughs> reasonable and realistic. And yeah, time always flies pretty fast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wait. Before. Uh, 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 when is when is the end of quarter two? Uh, April, May, June. End of June. End of June. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. What about you now? Now that's. Uh, uh, yeah. Quarter one, I think, was a little bit of a mix back. So uh, focus was really on like mental health and fitness. Um, so I meditated actually pretty well this quarter. Um, especially mm. after starting to work from home, I've been trying to do it daily. And I think last month hit like 27 out of 30, 31 days. Oh, nice. uh, so I'm actually pretty happy with that. Journaling is something that's also a little bit tough for me right now. I've been trying to do it daily, but I guess right now the average is more like three times per week, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something that I also um, want to improve or, um, in the next few weeks. And reading books has been a complete, don't want to call it failure. I read some, but I yeah. didn't, I think my goal was to read six in the quarter. And I think I read three. And still, I was going to ask about the books thing. Cause I, I thought it was pretty ambitious. I really want to do it, but since I'm not, so my biggest issue is that I always, or I read when I was traveling and since I don't uh, travel right. for work right now, I don't have mm-hmm. that kind of natural reminder that I want to pick up a right. book. And yeah. when I'm at home, I don't have a routine or my, my habits and my routines at home just don't make time, like consciously make time for reading. Mm. So I think I have to change some of my routines at home. And in a way, I've started doing this. So I've been, when I started working from home, I've, start to reflect a little bit on how do I spend the time when I'm at home. And most of the, like in the last few months when I've been at home, that was really like my time for relaxing, recharging. So um, I've played a lot of video games, these kinds of things. Now that I'm actually home and I have to be productive, I noticed that this is really hurting kind of my, um, my goals a little bit or I'm my productivity. So I actually, um, moved my gaming PC to just be like exclusively uh, exclusively for racing. And mm. I can't play video games anymore um, or not as easily. And it has really helped create some time to, for example, work on my side project. Yeah. And what I noticed now is that after a day that I've spent in front of a screen, I eventually reach a point where I just want to do something that is non 
uh, like not in front of a screen anymore. Mm-hmm. And I really want to use that time more for reading. And that will probably, so I would say my focus for like Q2, especially with quarantine will be still like fitness is one of the things that I really had in mind for Q2. And I want to stick with that because I feel it's even more important than before. And uh, reading is still something that I want to get in because I feel that I need to take more breaks to develop better ideas. I really noticed that when I um, kind of take a step back and try to slow things down and spend time with like other, just other activities, that it's really good for my creativity. So I want to try to force that a little bit in Q2 and Especially, I think reading could be really fun. There are a lot of fictional books that I want to read. Or oh, really? fiction books. Yeah. Um, like stuff that is very deliberately not... I'm not learning anything. I'm not trying to um, improve any skills or so, but just reading for the fun of reading to try to just have a time to kind of relax and recharge and be more creative afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely want to read more books as well. Yeah. And then there are like more project-specific goals for Q2, but I think this is something that we have to discuss another time if we want to. Because I would say we're reaching our 30 minutes. All right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Maybe but as a quick kind of... We were more successful, though. Sorry? looks like you were more successful about quarter one than me for sure so don't know yeah, it doesn't about feel like the bar has it doesn't feel like the bar has been set very high because i would also <laughs> say there's still for me is a long way to go yeah. and maybe like we yeah we touched on this a little bit in the last episode as well like i think one of the things that might be interesting is to um have a chat about how to kind of measure the progress or how to like what processes or tools we use to track this. Okay. Because this is something that I still started with a little bit to actually, I think like a weekly review process, for example, would be super helpful for me. And I'm not yeah. sure if you've ever spent any thought on this. No, I, I haven't, but it actually honestly sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I would not I, mind uh, like just doing, I don't know, even if it's five minutes, right? Yeah, exactly. So maybe let's um, yeah keep that for for next episode because I think that could yeah. be interesting to talk about daily, weekly, quarterly reviews. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Then uh, final question after now two episodes with like thirty minutes. What is your first gut feeling? Oh, it's great. I think I think it's a good approach. I uh, it, it definitely keeps you on pace trying to make sure that that you're yeah i feel so much pressure to cram the content yeah yeah i feel like maybe it'll be more rich yeah i think it would like i noticed that a little bit more practice would help to kind of stay on topic and not go off track like i feel like i'm rambling sometimes a little bit and there's still stuff can be improved but i really like it because it's kind of a little bit of a forcing function too uh, yeah, I think we'll just get better because yeah. we've been kind of, if people think that, it, you know, 
Uh, well, I think it's pretty obvious, but we've been winging it from. I just from day wanted one to say, <laughs> so we've not had any planning whatsoever. We just jump into this like an actual, just normal call with no plans yeah. for anything, and we just jump into different topics that we didn't even pre-talked about or even had it planned. But now uh, we do, I think, need to be more organized and kind of have a uh, an. Uh, agenda before we jump into it yeah. uh, a little bit but if I like it's just it. topics yeah but it's good let's cool. keep doing this this is fun yeah then talk to you next week yeah nice awesome Later. take care stay healthy you stay too. inside yeah <laughs> please